From ghosts to mysterious murders, on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings, we go over the haunted Lake Lanier. We're going to go through the history of Lake Lanier, why it is haunted, and lastly, we're going to be hearing a story of a person that is said to have been drowning from someone grabbing them from underneath Lake Lanier. More coming up for you on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Stay tuned, spooky listeners. Listen if you dare, as we unfold stories of unexplained happenings and phenomena. Write in at unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. This is where the unexpected and ghost stories are brought into reality. This is Unexpected Hauntings. That's right, everyone. Welcome back to Unexpected Hauntings. This is episode 18, and we are so happy to have you on today's episode and joining us on our special episode of the history of the haunted Lake Lanier. That's right. Lake Lanier is very haunted. And I didn't really know this um, until I did some deep research about Lake Lanier. And it's funny because I live right next to it. It's in my backyard. And all of these years, I've been going to Lake Lanier. I did not know that it was this haunted. Now, I knew that it was a man-made lake. And that they did fill in a lot of grave sites and a lot of homes and cities were buried beneath Lake Lanier within tons and tons of water. But I did not know the, all the stories behind it. And on today's episode, I'm going to be unraveling stories for you guys about this. And I just cannot wait to share these stories with you guys. It's going to be different. It's going to be ghost-oriented with the history behind it. There's going to be some mysterious murder stories um, and just freak accidents that, you know, ended up in deaths. Um, and it is very, very interesting. So I just wanted to go over a little bit of history before I went on ahead and started. Um, and first off, I just wanted to say... Why do people think Lake Lanier is haunted? Well, I'm going to first go off with saying it was built in 1957 by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Lake Lanier is a man-made lake that was created to manage navigation and flood control from the Chattahoochee River and to supply water for residents in the city of Atlanta. The creation of Lake Lanier was plagued with problems from the beginning. During the five years it took for the lake to fill to its intended water level, the U.S. government purchased more than 50,000 acres of farmland, which ultimately displaced more than 250 families, 15 businesses, and relocated 20 cemeteries along with their corpses in the process, which they could have not been relocated. We do not know. Many of the buildings and roads that were flooded out during the lake's, re- lake's creation were left as is. Along the lake's bottom 
one can eerily find towns complete with roads, walls, and houses intact like an abandoned ghost town immersed in water. A handful of grave sites had been submerged, according to a report from Newsweek, further fueling suspicions from locals that the lake could be haunted. You reach out in the dark and you feel an arm or leg and it doesn't move. That's creepy, Buck Bucknam, a local diver, said. Since the lake's opening, an estimated 675 people have perished in the lake and not all the bodies have been found yet. Even with its haunted tales, Lake Lanier is one of Georgia's largest tourist destinations with around 7 million visitors per year. In an attempt to cut down on, broad, on boating accidents and increase awareness around water safety, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and DNR have provided a number of drowning prevention tips, which include using the buddy system while swimming, not venturing into restricted areas, and limiting alcohol consumption. Alright guys, that was a little bit of a history for you guys of this lake just to show you guys what we're working with on today's episode and just super, super excited to go more into this story of Lake Lanier. We're going to go into the intro and this is where I'll go ahead and cue the music and get started. Some places in this world seem mysterious to the point where they almost seem to be beyond the comprehension of mankind. There are mysteries in these places that defy any attempts to explain them, and the very soil and water itself here seems to reverberate with some evil force that pervades its very being. These mysterious places seem to draw death, misfortune, and the bizarre to them like a magnet. And if there are indeed cursed places in this world, then these are them. One such enigmat place can be found nestled within the rolling verdant foothills of the northern mountains of the U.S. state of Georgia. This is a locale that has long been associated with strange phenomena, weird creatures, and most sinister of all, a large number of inexplainable deaths and unsolved murders. This is the cursed lake of Georgia lying in the northern part of the U.S. state of Georgia, sprawled out among the foothills of the North Georgia mountains for 26 miles, 75 meters deep, at its deepest point and with an area of 105 kilometers of water and 1,114 kilometers of shoreline is Lake Sydney Lanier, commonly referred to as simply Lake Lanier. Actually a man-made reservoir, Lake Lanier is the largest lake in Georgia and even sports a chain of islands that were originally large hills before the lake was formed. The origins of Lake Lanier can be traced back to 1948 when the U.S. government purchased a 100-acre farm from a river ferry operator by the name of Henry Shadburn. 
in order to start a water project on the Chattahoochee River for the purpose of providing the city of Atlanta with hydroelectricity, flood control, and water supply. In 1950, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers began breaking ground and constructing the Buford Dam on the Chattahoochee River, which would be completed in 1956 and begin the process of flooding the foothills to create the lake. The creation of Lake Lanier was beset with problems from the beginning. Funding for the project faced numerous hurdles which stopped and started construction to the point where it was amazing it was actually finished on schedule. Additionally, the Corps of Engineers, as well as the states, which used the Apalachicola, Chattahoochee, Flint River Basin, and Alabama Cosa Talapusa <laughs> River Basin, I think that's how you say it, comprised of Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, all squabbled over the water flow requirements, cons consumption caps, how the water should be used, and whether to give it priority as a water supply, hydroelectricity source, or even recreation. All of this while juggling the federal laws that demanded water be set aside for threatened or endangered species that lived in or around Chattahoochee River. The states of Alabama and Florida were particularly unhappy about, the, about how the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers regulated the flow of water from Lake Lanier to their states. There was even debate over what the lake should be called, with the builders finally settling on the name of the poet Sidney Lanier. Then there was the rather destructive nature of the lake's creation. The U.S. government began a mad dash to ravenous purchase land from private companies, farmers, and anyone else who lived in the area that would inevitably wind up underwater. During the five years it took for the lake to completely fill to its intended water level, the government would buy up would buy up over 50,000 acres of prime farmland and pristine wilderness, moving more than 250 families, 15 businesses, and even relocating 20 cemeteries along with their corpses in the process, as the nooks and crannies of the mountain foothills filled with surging water, the inexorable spread of the lake devoured entire towns along with their buildings and houses, farmland, fields, bridges, troll gates, historical landmarks, river ferry businesses, a racetrack called Looper Speedway, country roads, forests, and other lakes. Many of the structures that would be inundated were simply left as is so that if one were to walk along the lake's bottom, one would find submerged towns complete with roads, walls, and houses, all eerily intact, abandoned underwater ghost towns, inhabited only by fish and perhaps ghosts of the past. Even the ferries that were put out of 
business by the lake's recreation were simply abandoned to become rusting hulks littering the bottom of the shore. Bottom and the shore. This rather eerie history and the spooky presence of the whole underwater ghost towns, direct derelict ghost towns, and desecrated cemeteries are far from the only strange things about Lake Lanier. And the indeed and indeed it has accured a rather sinister reputation for drawing death and suffering to itself. Over the years there have been an inordinate amount of deaths associated with a lake, ranging from boating accidents, drownings, and even a fair number of drivers who have lost control of their vehicles to go careening off of roads to crash into the water. There are various stories of boats hitting something in the water, only for it to turn out there was nothing there. Boats or other watercraft capsizing for no apparent reason. And sudden, dangerous rogue waves that seem to come from nowhere without warning to maraud across the surface. Many of the drowning cases are somewhat odd in that they have happened very close to shore with strong swimmers and in calm conditions, which considering the history of the lake have given rise to rumors that Lake Lanier is somehow haunted or cursed. Some who have almost drowned here and lived to tell the tale have told of feeling as if they were being pulled underwater or held under by unseen hands, or of having the air suddenly seem to leave their lungs and cause exhaustion with startling suddenness. In some of the cases, people who drowned fairly close to the shore have had their bodies turn up in positions far from where they died, which is probably due to currents, but when mixed with spooky rumors becomes a case of ghostly forces, dragging corpses through the water before discarding them. In 2011, this menacing reputation for accidents and deaths began to get more public attention when there were a total of 17 deaths on Lake Lanier, many due to freak accidents. In 2012, the trend continued when a quick succession of violent deaths and horrific injuries occurred here, which made national news. The first of this wave of deaths happened on June 18, 2012, when a nine-year-old Jake Prince and his brother Griffin, 13, were riding a pontoon out on the Lake Lanier and were struck and killed by a speeding boat driven by a Johns Creek business owner named John, named Paul J. Bennett, 44. Mere weeks after this tragic accident, on July 9th, 11-year-old Kyle Glover, who happened to be the son of the popular pop star, Usher's ex-wife, Tamika Foster, was struck while riding an inner tube by a family acquaintance, riding a jet ski and rendering brain dead. Although the doctor struggled to save his life, he died two weeks later on July 21st and was taken off life support. A 15-year-old friend of the boys was also seriously injured in the same accident 
but ultimately recovered. These tragic accidents took the media by storm, and before long, Lake Lanier was becoming was being deemed cursed and a death trap by the news and social media sites such as Twitter, with many people insisting that it was an evil, vile place that was best avoided. While these were perhaps the most high-profile deaths to occur on Lake Lanier, these sorts of accidents and drownings have been happening with unsettling frequency since the lake was first opened to the public. While a lot of people have been quick to call the lake cursed, one of the more likely reasons for these incidents is probably due to the area's rapid rise as a popular place to visit. Besides being a water source and hydroelectric plant for Atlanta and the surrounding areas from around 1962, Lake Lanier has become a popular recreational area, complete with hotels, full-service boating marinas, restaurants, campgrounds, stables, beaches, a golf course, and even a full water park. People of all ages come here for boating, swimming, fishing, camping, and other outdoor activities, to the tune of around 8 million visitors a year adding to the dangers already inherent with so many droves of people co converging on the lake, often with a good amount of alcohol involved. There are also very few regulations for operating. Boats or motorized watercraft and those that are in place are weakly enforced, with so many people driving around in boats and swimming, in many cases under the influence of alcohol, there are bound to be quite a few accidents. Yet, nevertheless, nevertheless, there are still those who insist that even considering these circumstances, the number of deaths, weird accidents, and injuries of Lake Lanier is unusually high and believe the lake is truly cursed, haunted, or both. In addition to the Meratic freak accidents and drownings that seem to constantly plague the area, Lake Lanier has been the location for more bizarre and mysterious deaths and disappearances that still remain unsolved. One such case resolves around a Georgia man by the name of Kelly Nash, 25, who went missing from his home in Buford, Georgia on January 5, 2015. Early that morning at 4 a.m., Nash woke up with flu-like symptoms, such as coughing and sneezing, and told his girlfriend Jessica Sexton, who was with him at the time, that he felt terrible and should probably see a doctor before going back to bed. Sexton then woke up again at 7.30 a.m. to find that Nash was gone and had not taken his wallet, car keys, or ID with him. When Nash still had not returned that evening, police were called in and it was discovered that a 9mm pistol was missing from the house, but none of Nash's other belongings were missing or out of place. A massive search would subsequently be launched for Nash, involving authorities, family and friends, and dogs specially trained to sniff out dead bodies, and a $50,000 reward was offered for any information, yet no trace of the man or his whereabouts were found. It was not until one month after his strange disappearance on February 8th 
that Nash's badly decomposed body was found in Lake Lanier by a fisherman. Nash was still wearing the pajama pants and dark shirt that he'd had on when he was missing. And although the body appeared to have no major trauma, it was found that he had suffered a single gunshot wound to the head. The crime has never been solved, and it is unclear why he chose to go out in the middle of the night in his sleeping clothes. How he ended up in the lake, and whether he committed suicide, if there was a foul play involved, or if the lake's alleged curse had anything to do with it. In any, in another mysterious case, a 16-year-old Gangsville High student by the name of Hannah Truelove went missing from an apartment complex near Lake Lanier where she lived with her mother on the morning of August 24, 2012. The following day, Hannah's body was found in a wooded area by the lakeside by another resident of the apartment complex. The girl had been stabbed multiple times, yet it was unclear if the wounds were life-threatening and the actual cause of death remained elusive. Although authorities were able to rule out drowning, making the case even creepier, was a series of tweets Hannah had made on Twitter shortly before her death that expressed general discontent with her life at the apartment complex and her fear of a stalker with one chilling tweet allegedly stating, So scared right now. Hannah's father would later claim that his daughter had made no mention of being under any duress and had not seemed any different or more upset than usual in the days leading up to her, um, to her disappearance and death. Authorities were never able to glean any insights or information from the tweets and indeed no leads would ever come up and no suspects were ever apprehended in the case despite a major investigation and exhaustive interviews with neighbors and nearby residents none of whom who had seen or heard anything suspicious on the day in question as well as continuous pleas for any information pertaining to the case. Hannah Truelove's death remains a mystery. One of the most notorious deaths associated with Lake Lanier is also the source of one of its alleged ghostly mysteries. In April of 1958, a young woman who worked at Riverside Military Academy, Delia Parker Young, and her friend Susie Roberts headed off to the Three Gables in Dawsonville in Susie's 1954 Ford for a night out. They would never return. A subsequent investigation into their disappearance discovered that they had visited a gas station that night and left without paying. The only clue left at the scene was a set of skid marks across the road, which seemed to, su to suggest that the car had skidded off of Lanier Bridge on Dawsonville Highway and into the lake below, yet no vehicle could be found. Drivers who were brought in to search for the car were unable to locate it due to poor visibility in the murky water and the masses of, and the masses of sheared off tree trunks that littered the lake's bottom. 
For 18 months, police were unable to find any further clues and no trace of the missing woman in the car. But then a fisherman named C.A. Simpson made a gruesome discovery when, he de when the decomposed body of what was thought to be that of Adelia Parker Young suddenly floated up out of the depths. Oddly, the corpse, which could not, not be completely positive, positively identified at the time, was missing two toes from the left foot and both hands. It was never ascertained just why the body was missing and its hands and toes or what the cause of death had been. With no way of knowing if the corpse was that of Delia, it was eventually buried, buried in an unmarked grave in Alta Vista Cemetery. The body of Susie Roberts and the car remained missing. Despite repeating searches, the mystery would baffle authorities for decades until November of 1990, when construction on an expansion of Lake Lanier Bridge was underway. As construction crews were dredging the bottom of the lake in order to set up pillars for the expansion, they uncovered a rusted out hulk of a 1954 Ford which held within it the remains of a human body. The car had been hidden within tree trunks, mud, and other de debris in 90 feet of water on a steep slope. The body was decomposed to the point of being unidentified, but the belongings found in it, included a, including a purse, rings, and watch, were able to conclusively prove that the body was that of the long-missing Susie Roberts. In light of this discovery, it was concluded that the other body had indeed been Delia Parker Young. The headstone was changed accordingly and Susie Roberts was buried beside her. Interestingly, although the deaths of Delia Park Parker Young and Susie Roberts is an old, mostly forgotten case, it was spawned one of the area's most persistent and frightening local legends. It is said that a ghostly young woman dressed in a blue dress and missing her hands can sometimes be seen walking up and down the length of Lake Lanier Bridge and is said to be the ghost of Delia Parker Young. Since she had been dressed in a blue dress on the night of her death and her body had been found minus hands. According to those who claim to have seen the ghost, which has since become known as the Lady of the Lake, Delia's restless spirit seems to be searching for her mis missing hands. The reports of mysterious forces pulling swimmers underwater or causing boats to capsize and the Lady of the Lake are not the only cases of potentially paranormal happenings on Lake Lanier. There have been occasional reports of a mysterious raft equipped with a lantern on a pole ridden by a shadowy figure that uses a pole to push it along and which allegedly appears and disappears out of nowhere in one particularly harrowing account. Two fishermen saw the ghostly raft while out on the lake fishing on a rowboat on one cold autumn night 
at around 1 a.m. in the morning. In this case, the mysterious raft was around half a mile away and in an estimated estimated 45 feet of water, yet the rider was bizarrely pushing it along with the pole nevertheless. At one point, this enigmatic figure shouted something to the two fishermen and proceeded to jump off of the raft into freezing water to swim towards them. This alarmed the two fishermen who pulled in their lines and were in a hurry to get out of there. Thinking it was perhaps someone meaning to do them harm, it was at this point that the lantern on the raft abruptly went out. When the fishermen shone their boat's spotlight out across the water, they could find no sign of the raft or the mysterious occupant who had jumped into the water. The black surface of the lake remained calm and the raft would not appear again. Ghosts, freak accidents, and mysterious murders are also not the only weird things apparently going on at Lake Lanier. Local fishermen have long insisted that there are gigantic catfish in the lake which reportedly reaches size of 5 to 7 feet long and are said to swallow dogs that get too close to the water and even attack swimmers and divers. These giant catfish are said to be particularly attracted to the deep waters below Beaufort Dam. And there are various accounts from divers working in the area to examine the dam or fix bridges who have seen the huge fish for themselves, which were scary enough to supposedly make some of the divers refuse to go back into the water there ever again. One of the most popular local tales concerning the alleged giant catfish of Lake Lanier concerns a truck carrying live chickens, which supposedly hurled off of the Thompson Bridge in the 1980s and sank to the bottom along with its cargo. Divers were then sent in to examine the wreckage and to their horror found catfish the size of 12-year-old boys gathered around the sunken truck and engaged in a ravenous feeding frenzy, swallowing the chickens whole. Other stories have described the fishermen looking into the enormous fish and having their boats towed around the lake. It is unclear whether these reports of giant catfish in Lake Lanier are true, exaggerations, or pure urban legend, but it is certainly enough to give one pause before getting into the water here. With its history of abundant accidents and drownings, mysterious deaths, ghostly phenomena, and colossal catfish, Lake Lanier certainly has its fair share of strange mysteries. What is going on here? Are the accidents merely the results of the dangers inherent to a place where many people are gathered and drinking, or is this the lake? Lanier truly cursed. Are the deaths just regular crimes, or is there something more at work? Are the ghosts and giant catfish just spooky local lore, tall tales, and superstition, or is there more to it than that? Whatever answers may lie behind these various mysteries, mysteries, there are certainly strange, and it is hard to look at Georgia's largest lake without wondering what they may be.
So that's going to be the mo the biggest bulk of the story for today. Um, and wow, <laughs> that's that's just mind blowing. Just to read all of that, I did not know anything about um, these ghosts um, on the lake. The the figure that's um, that rose at night, and those two fishermen that spotted them. That's pretty crazy. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, really, because whenever I do, I did get to swim in the lake. I swam in the lake for years, like I said, um, starting when I knew how to swim, around six years old, because I used to camp on Lake Lanier. Um, even getting in the lake, you have an eerie feeling, um, and I never really liked the lake when I was growing up. I wonder if that had some type of paranormal um uh, attachment to it, but, um, very, very interesting stories. I actually drive on Thompson Bridge and, um, Lake Lanier Bridge quite a bit, so I found that very interesting, um, over those stories there, um, but if you guys have any questions or want to know more about Lake Lanier, let me know, um, and I will definitely get back with you guys, um, also if you have any location that you want to be um, researched, like Lake Lanier, that you think is haunted, let me know as well. Write into unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com, and I would love to do some research on any locations you guys think that might be haunted. But anyways, we're going to finish off this episode with a story from Reddit. And it is a very interesting story about a person that almost drowned. Um, and what's creepy, too, is some of these drownings, like it said in this um, report that I read, um, they know how to swim. They're very athletic. They know how to swim. They've swam in the lake for years and years and years. And people cannot, can't still explain what happened. And how they drowned. Um, so, anyways, we're going to dive into this last story from a buddy of mine on Reddit. And um, it's a story about they, they felt like they almost drowned. I don't know if you guys have ever had that feeling, but it is a very spooky feeling. And it's very life-threatening. So, here we go, guys. We're going to start in this story. And I hope that you guys enjoy. If you live in Georgia like I do, you've probably heard of Lake Lanier. It's the biggest lake in the state and it's about 45 minutes from my house so I go there about a time or two during the summer. Not the actual lake park but the water park. What's wrong with the lake? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lake Lanier is known through our Georgia and the other southern states as being extremely and by extremely I mean extremely haunted. Back in the 1950s, the government needed a new water source since their old one, the Chattahoochee River, was becoming too small. So they took the town in the north called Lanier and created a government order to turn the town into a feeder lake for the smaller rivers. They didn't warn the people. One day they opened up the levee protecting the town from flooding during the spring and summer 
when it rains a lot. About 20 people died that day. You can look up Lake Lanier Scary on YouTube and a shitload of scary videos pop up to the history. And the most disturbing part, people go and explore the deep and videotape it. Baby dolls are still left in the houses, cars still left, everything frozen in time. When you go to the lake, part of the Lake Lanier, it feels like a pool when you swim far enough you can't touch the ground. People have drowned on the lake with nothing there. Someone even drove into the lake by accident. I don't know if they lived or died, but I'm going to assume that they died. Even Usher's kid died there. No one starts to drown at the lake and lives. Well, except me. One night while I was swimming in the lake, my aunt, un my aunt, uncle, and dad up on the campsite, I started, started to swim to the inner part of the lake. The park where all the rotting buildings are and cars underneath. I was playing by myself when I felt a pull. Something was tugging at my leg. It wasn't a seaweed-like plant that grew there. It felt like a hand. Two, to be exact. I started to scream and struggle to stay on top. I was too far out for anyone to hear me. I was only seven, but my swimming was pretty strong for a seven-year-old. I started trying to kick the thing that was underneath me, trying no avail. I gave up. I let it to take. I let it take me under the water. I started to drown. When I felt something pull my arms and pull me up, I was back to shore. Somehow, and started to cough and looked up at the man. He looked like a kindly African American person. He wore a hat with no shirt on and a swimming trunks. The only problem, my family and I were the only ones who were camping since it was a Sunday night and I didn't have, a, have school the next day. I thanked the man when I coughed up the water. He said it was no problem and started to walk to the campsite. I followed him and asked my dad and uncle who were making hot dogs on the grill. That man saved my life, I told them, and they looked at me like I had two heads. Lydia, what man? My dad asked confused, and I stopped. The man that just saved my life and walked up to the campsite. He was... I looked, and he was gone. I told them what had happened, and they looked spooked. My skin was still cold from the water and oxygen of lack thereof. I went to sleep that night and had a dream. A very odd and off one. The dream consisted of a man, a wife, and their little one. It looked like it was a while ago since the lake looked so small. The wife, husband, and little girl got onto a decently sized motorboat and sped off. After a few months of them driving through the water, they started to sink for no reason. They weren't wearing life jackets, and when the boat went down, they started to drown. Specifically, the little girl. The dad starts to swim down for his daughter, unable to save her. He screams, Lydia! My heart dropped. That was my name. I continued to watch my breath being taken from my body. The wife, shortly after, starts to drown due to her being tired. The husband starts to cry and eventually lets the lake take him. I woke up with a start and started to cry. 
The man was trying to prevent me from the same fate. I haven't forgotten about that day, and to this day, I refuse to go into the water that isn't a pool, specifically lakes and the ocean. Every time I go see, go and see the same man watching me, making sure I don't drown. I find it comforting, really. He was protecting me. Every time I see him, I know I'm saved. I know that I won't be hurt, and nothing like that has happened since. Thank you for listening to my story. My family thinks I'm psycho and hallucinating, but I know I'm not. It's been almost 10 years. In two years, it will be 10 years since the accident, specifically Labor Day weekend. Look up Lake Lanier, listen to the stories. My story isn't a horror story, just saying what happened that year in the most haunted lake or waterfront in the entire South. Okay, so that was pretty cool. I know that ghosts can actually do that. They, um, um, I've heard multiple, multiple stories of um, where they will try to prevent the same thing from happening that caused their death to save yours, to save your life. Um, and it's pretty cool. Those are protecting spirits, guardian angels, so to speak. Um, and that is just so cool. Such a neat story. Thank you for writing that in, Lydia. Um, that was really neat. Um, and yes, Lake Lanier is spooky and very, very haunted, but I'm sure that there is a lot of other lakes that are haunted as well. Thank you for writing that story in again. Um, we love stories like that and Especially life-threatening stories, they make the most spooky stories, I think. And um, that story had a lot to tell, for sure. Um, especially with um, the hands grabbing grabbing her down. Uh, makes me wonder what kind of dark spirit that was that lurked underneath. Um but yeah, there are definitely other lakes that are haunted. I know Lake Michigan is haunted. Um, there's sightings of like old pirate ships and um, this big cruise ships, uh, not cruise ships, but like buccaneer ships that have been found in the distance. And then once they get close enough for you to see it, they will just disappear along, along the horizon. Um, so... A lot of energy stirred up in water and limestone. I know that there's a lot of limestone that was buried within Lake Lanier, so that could have energized all the spirits and the memories that were held in the town that is now, um, the town that is underneath what is now Lake Lanier. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. If you guys want to hear more history stories like this, let me know on a review for iTunes. Write us a review. Um, subscribe to our Apple Podcast and Spotify. And um, I believe we are still on Sirius XM. So go and listen to us on there or any other listening device that you listen to us on. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. We love you guys so much. 
and continue that support and we will be sharing more stories with you in the next episode. Thank you guys and have a great one.